Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Derek Chauvin found guilty of all charges in Minneapolis. We'll have commentary. Migrant children illegally entering the USA jumps 800%. Joe Biden backs a bill to grant D.C. full statehood. New study shows most TV networks cover President Biden in a positive way. National Survey ranks the most miserable cities in the USA. Also ahead, as mentioned, my commentary on the George Floyd verdict. But first, the facts. A panel of jurors found Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer, guilty on three charges for the May 2020 killing of George Floyd. The jury consisted of seven women, five men, six were white, four were black, two identified as multiracial. The White House praised the decision as, quote, the right verdict. The number of unaccompanied minors breaching the southern border is up 800% in the last two months. 275 children are encountered by federal agents every day on the border. The Department of Homeland Security warning that figure could swell to 26,000 a month by the end of summer if President Biden continues his soft border policy. The White House also endorsing legislation that would turn Washington, D.C. into the 51st state run by Democrats, of course. According to the Constitution, the Capitol must, quote, be a district not exceeding 10 miles square and the seat of government of the United States. That means it is a federal jurisdiction. So don't expect a new state in D.C. anytime soon. It is unconstitutional. After four years of Trump bashing in the media, we now see Joe Biden with positive coverage during his first three months in office. Broadcasts about the president were 59% favorable. Four years ago, nearly 90% of all stories about Donald Trump were unfavorable So there you go. A poll from Business Insider ranks the unhappiest places in America. Most are located in California and New Jersey. Top five, Compton, California, San Bernardino, Camden, New Jersey, Newark, and Trenton. The biggest factors used in the report, crime, natural disasters, and business opportunities or lack thereof. In a moment, my analysis of the Floyd trial. Right back. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, This podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Derek Chauvin will likely spend more than 10 years in prison when he is sentenced in eight weeks. Three other Minneapolis police officers who were fired will stand trial in August 
And of course, this is all about the now murder of George Floyd last May. So Chauvin, 45 years old, was found guilty on three charges relating to the death of Mr. Floyd. He was arrested, Chauvin was, four days after the incident on May 29, 2020. The trial began 10 months later, presided over by Judge Peter Cahill, who did a good job. The identities of the jurors will remain secret unless they themselves go public. Mr. Chauvin was convicted because he showed, beyond a reasonable doubt, depraved indifference to his cuffed prisoner, George Floyd. The evidence was overwhelming. According to Minnesota law, second-degree murder is defined as an action that, quote, causes the death of a human being without intent to effect the death of any person, while intentionally inflicting or attempting to inflict bodily harm upon the victim, and that is exactly what happened. As usual, the American haters bashed the country despite the guilty verdict. Said Vice President Harris, quote, today we feel a sigh of relief. Still, it cannot take away the pain. A measure of justice isn't the same as equal justice. This verdict brings us a step closer, unquote. Of course, there will never be equal justice because people are flawed. But it can swing both ways. Just ask O.J. Simpson. President Biden, after the verdict, quote, It was a murder in full light of day, and it ripped the blinders off for the whole world to see the systemic racism that is a stain on our nation's soul, unquote. Quote, I respectfully disagree with Mr. Biden that our entire system is racist. I believe there is opportunity for all in this country and that most Americans, including most law enforcement, are not trying to persecute minorities or hurt them. That is my sincerely held belief. I do not respect the decisions President Biden is making, nor his current view of the United States of America. I think he is pandering to the far left in almost every capacity. I believe Mr. Biden is harming the USA, perhaps beyond repair. I am studying what he does in office, and right now, Again, in my opinion, it is horrendous. You don't indict your country in front of the world as racist. No other president has ever done anything like that. Yet Mr. Biden feels comfortable running every American citizen down. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. 
But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Five years ago today, legendary pop star Prince was found unconscious inside his home near Minneapolis. Hours later, doctors ruled his death an accidental overdose from the powerful narcotic fentanyl. Sadly, Prince is yet another name on a long list of musicians who have died from drugs and alcohol. Victims include Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Ike Turner, Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, Elvis Presley, Billie Holiday, Tom Petty, The Who's Keith Moon, and on and on. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, more than 70,000 Americans die from overdoses of fentanyl and heroin and other drugs every year. That stat has tripled since 1999. Fentanyl has emerged as the most dangerous new drug in a generation. Of all fatal opioid overdoses last year, one-third were fentanyl-related, double the amount from 2019. The drug was invented in 1959 to help cancer patients cope with pain. These days, it is smuggled into the USA, primarily from Mexico. Joe Biden's open border policy has made that a lot easier. Fentanyl pills also come from China. The narcotic has now surpassed heroin as the leading cause of all drug fatalities. And here's something else you might not know. While Prince and Michael Jackson overdose in their 50s, historians have coined the term the 27 Club, referring to an eerie number of world-famous celebrities who died at the age of 27. Members of the club include Nirvana songwriter and singer Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and The Doors' Jim Morrison, Amy Winehouse, Rolling Stones co-founder Brian Jones, and more, all died at 27. Researchers from the British Medical Journal conducted an investigation to determine if 27-year-olds face an increased risk for any particular reason. Scientists did determine that while there is no additional threat to the general population, substance abusers and addicts typically die from an overdose in their late 20s and early 30s. Once again, Stay away from drugs. Back after this. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.